Welcome to Copacetic Health, a family-friendly educational podcast focusing on health literacy as a global community. Welcome. The Night Before the Ghost of Christmas Past, a patient narrative, based on lines from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, and characters from Star Wars by George Lucas, by Dr. Michaela Bull. Upon a Midsummer Night's Dream, with the day temps sweltering at 117, I wearily pondered over a curious and consistent knocking from somewhere yonder. It clicked, it clanked, like the ghost of Jacob Marley. Tis nothing, I whispered. It's just that you feel so gnarly. Only this and nothing more. The times they were polemic. It was 2022 and COVID was endemic. One by one, the months had counted off with nothing but woe, misery, and a ton of self-scoff. But now I could no longer walk. It was excruciating, the pain. My old friend, my left hip, was playing a refrain. I was born with the mark of a firstborn girl, one out of every 100 with the same worst case whirl. That's when I knew what that was. That tap, tap, tapping. That incessantly persistent knocking. It was the ghost of Christmas past. The thing that set me apart because my affliction was detected so late Confinement to a wheelchair could have very well been my fate. After decades of freedom, I was stopped without a track. When I tried to walk it, it was evident that it was back. A tell-tale limp. A limp with a name, no less. The Trendlinburg. And rest assured, it's no way to trend. There's no way to rock the berg. Without a level pelvis, you see, it rocks you. And it's far from work-free. I teetered and tottered all day until my steps ran out. And there I stayed every day. Nothing stops one more. And this is no frivolity. Then the lack of mobility slowly or suddenly It was degrading, it was scary, and it never stopped knocking because it hurt too. The pain never went away, not at all, even though I begged it to. Twas all a series of shockwaves. I was confined to every chair, in every room, only this and nothing more. I said to myself, you're beyond repair. 
And so, with best forward speed, I did proceed to make an appointment with an orthopede. And though I could not walk, I had to wait two more months to see the doc because he was the best. I had to wait like all the rest. Full tilt inflamed makes one insane. My pleas about the pain, they were in vain. There was nothing to do but time watch the clock. Only this and nothing more. Christmas was upon us again. Tap, tap, tap. The pain was a 24-hour. Tighter and tighter wrap. I had forgotten what pain does to the mind and spirit. And yet it reminded me, and I was grateful for it. When pain abounds, it feels like forevermore. But these were the games the mind played. Only this and nothing more. Tap, tap, tap. Without fail, the pain tortured. It stole my sleep. It extorted. It taunted without a moment's contentment. Finally, December arrived, the time for my appointment. As I sat in the exam room, negative self-talk resumed. You escaped it before, but now you're doomed to that wheelchair. It's in the stars. It's all contrived. Hush. That's the pain speaking. Words of the belied. Before another silly thought could be construed, the door opened and in walked an impeccably dressed dude. Power packed with confidence. His handshake said exactly who he was, Yoda of the hip. He smiled and handed me a coaster, befitted with his photo and QR. No boaster. He was retiring from surgery at the end of the month. Oh my God, my inside voice said, this coaster says I'm toaster. But I waited, I waited, I waited for him and no one on a scheduling team told me. Wait, Yoda doesn't retire. Can Yoda retire? He chuckled at my alarm. There's no need to feel so betwixt. You have one of the easiest things in medicine to fix. His sense and sensibility was much appreciated, but inside it was nothing but tap, tap, tapping, unadulterated. Then I inquired with my x-ray in full view, the operation, can you show me what you'll do? That's when Yoda dropped the real bomb. He pulled out a surgeon's version of redink.com. Well, he said, with a virtual lasso. We're going to cut this off. We're going to let it go. Then we're going to take a part and put it there, which pained the back of my neck hair. That's when I looked up at the medical scribe. With eyes of horror, I cried, Why in the world did I ask him to describe? Everyone regrets asking that, she replied. Oh, the humor of the orthopedic tribe.
Thank goodness that's among the things that still abide. My decision-making had been hit by a comet. Although I'm no lightweight, I just wanted to vomit. But before I could conjure panoramic panic, the doc marked my spiraling psychodynamic. He looked at me straight in the eye with widened smile. All your fears can be erased. I've got just the right surgeon for your case. His specialty is children with the same birth boo-boo as you. He operates at the hospital down the road, but he also helps us here with the older folk too. At once, a cascade of worry began to erode. My gut so approved of the strategy composed. But I'd have to come back later for the meet and greet. Two days later in the same exam room, me and my Trendlenburg awaited. And although I was grateful and looking forward, would my new surgeon be kind? Would he be stalwart? Would he garner my applause or be like a few from the past and deem me a lost cause? I was in the waiting room of my own head again when the door opened and in walked the preemptive strike of my self-extinction. With a smile that could melt rock, he had a name of distinction. Can you fix me, I asked. He paused, he pondered. You were born this way, so I won't use that word fix because it doesn't fit. Oh, he was precise with his words and that fit me well. Will I retain the limp forevermore? Probably, he responded gently. Due to his candor, I liked him even more, but I'll admit this too hurt because I wasn't expecting that answer. Something somewhere inside me said, it's okay, he's honest, no false promises. The point is you'll be walking again. It's just a limp. Only this and nothing more. Besides, this isn't your first rodeo. The pain in time will be never more. So relax, girl. You have the hipster Jedi Master, a problem blaster. O.G. An osseous gangster. For the first time in your life, you'll be on a level pelvis. The situation is far from helpless. All this and nothing more. Fast forward, there's never a convenient time for major surgery. My immune system was in a flurry. Caught COVID following discharge from hospital, my bones and patients were at the brittle. All communiques were incoherent transmittals. The new quotidien was so difficult. Nothing, period, was simple. And it felt as if I never would feel like myself again. Let alone walk again without pain or the need to explain. 
why I can't bend down to pick up my cane that I dropped again. People are still incredulously oblivious and dismissive to the physically impaired and disabled. Nothing has changed there since those days of yore. And endless hours of post-op bed rest and bore makes one crazy. It can lead to self-pity and doc when in the land of worn and hazy. A few months out, I had a checkup. I was so down and morose, I wanted to give up. I felt discombobulated, but why? These were no new ropes. In full complaint mode, I uttered and I stuttered all of life's recent sputters. I poured on to my surgeon so much unnecessary burden. But it's only with the most profound trust you see in my pain-filled tears I was trying to ask him. Will the new steel part ever meld to me? My doctor looked down. My words for the first time had turned the smile that could melt rock upside down. He paused. He pondered. I mean, he really looked down. Then he slowly spun back around to me and smiling happily. Well, here's your new hip. Would you like to see? My eyes looked up at the wee tablet he was holding. Oh my God, I exclaimed. It looks like a Lamborghini. My doctor was duly flattered. When one feels vulnerable, the non-essential details can unnecessarily be scattered. When in the end, they don't even matter. Only this and nothing more. And so, if you too are one of the hipster sisters, whether firstborn or not, all the girls with dysplasia, hear me now. No longer rocking that non-trending berg. For the first time in my life, it's so exquisitely absurd. I know what it means to be on a level pelvis. Such a tiny measurement can make all the difference. It feels like a new lease on life and the freedom to flourish. Here's some of what you need to know. There's a new hipster sister recuperation kit. And it's trending because it's a true gift. And so finally, the woman of steel that life has always demanded of me is evermore. Because the Jedi master, with a smile that could melt rock, took care and befitted me. He was such a kind doc. And so I go, imbued with bonheur and la vie. I'm back in the driver's seat of my brand new leg borgini.